0: Anyway, it's time for Take 3. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Formula 1 Fans UK podcast. I'm Rhys and I'm joined today by...
1: Danny. And the magical man that is chris is back chris is back sorry guys it's been a while
0: yeah we apologize for this one coming later than usual it's not because it took us this long to wait chris um it's because we had some recording issues but everyone's actually recording now aren't they danny yes 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 i've made three podcasts in a row that's a that's a record chris Chris Dedication. and I have made three podcasts this week. Uh, you'll only hear one of them because this is the first time that Danny's actually pressed record and it's worked.
1: <laughs> and Daniel's not here, the wanker.
0: You've wasted no time.
1: Well, I've been abused for the last... <laughs> how many podcasts I haven't been here? So I'm going to give the dickhead some abuse. Of I'm off DJ. Boom, 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 boom. And, and the, other dickhead, <laughs> the other dickhead, Tim, up on top of a flipping volcano. Go.
0: Yeah, is it not... Tim is on a volcano in Armenia. Um, yeah, make of that what you will. Uh, it's a heck of an excuse to getting out of a podcast. I, I, think. R- uh, I reckon he's at a <laughs> Russian
1: training camp. Joining in the motherland.
0: Uh, in Sylphys, Russia, Tim join you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you want to join Tim? Duh. He's <laughs> <laughs> been watching too much Stranger Things.
0: Tim's like, Tim's like, do you guys want me? And they're like, yet, yet,
1: Nyet. I will come anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Accept me, please. Say, no, we,
0: we weren't expecting special forces.
2: <laughs> Very special. Well, look, look, I'll, I'll defend him here. I think it's pretty neat. I think it's pretty neat that he's out there. Um, it is
1: pretty cool. But exploring he, the world, he, pri- he prioritizes everything else over us. You know, it's either yeah. He's at a hill. He's at a volcano. He's walking in a field. There's always yeah, an excuse.
0: I mean, some I mean walking in a field let's face it, in the middle of what was still very much locked so he was still managing to find fields to walk in. I will <laughs>
1: This is the only <laughs> time true. I'm ever gonna say it to make the most of this race and make sure you're recording it, Danny. I give yes, race sure. respect points today. Today is Friday the twenty fourth. Reese has been up since
2: four o'clock this morning working, and he has made it. Where are yeah. you guys? Where are you? Hey, he looks, Reese looks
0: sleepy. <laughs> there's no, no escaping it here. Yeah. The glasses are on today. That's how tired they am. But shall we should we talk less about how tired I am and more about Formula One? Because that's what we're actually here for.
2: Good thing you didn't watch uh, the last races well, at the state of you, <laughs> you know? Oh no! Sick. Trust
0: me, I, th- I think Baku sent me into this state. To Ugh. be honest, oh, um, man. Baku. Uh, since we last well, since you've last heard from us, there's been um, two races. Baku and Canada. Baku was a bit of a snore fest. Um, whenever it looked like there'd be an overtake, someone was either passed way, way, way before the braking zone, or they were told not to fight into the braking zone. Um, yeah. Leclerc broke down. Uh, more Ferrari cars broke. My weekend was ruined by Carlos Sainz again. And um, that's pretty much all she wrote on Baku.
1: I was truly disappointed with Baku. Um, I I was disappointed for and disappointed with Sergio Perez and the way Red Bull treated him to start with and the way he drove. I think he just gave up.
0: I hope he's, Yeah, when you're, to, well, when hope you're he told, when you're told not to up. fight, when you're told two days before you're in the championship fight, I think that's going to be pretty soul crushing.
1: Yeah. I hope he gave up, and that explains his his lack of pace. Yeah, but yeah, there's nothing else you can really say. That the Mercedes bottoming out—that is dangerous. That was concerning. That's, that's cornering on dangerous.
0: It's it, when he. Took so long to get out the car. You could tell he would not have passed the extraction test if there was an accident. Yeah, exactly, He would not have got yeah. out that car. But
1: the, the abuse that he has got for that, a Mercedes have got. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, he's faking it. He's faking it. Yeah. Ga- it's quite funny because
1: they're over. They're overdoing it.
0: There's a post on Lewis Hamilton, and it's saying, "Oh, he's putting it on. He's faking it. He's just doing it to try and get the other team to slow down." Then Pierre Gasly will say something about it, and they'll. Say in the comments, oh, Lewis Hamilton is faking it; he's overacting. It's like, no, he there's meant... not even any reference to Lewis yeah. Hamilton in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they uh, George, to...
1: George said it, Gasly said it, and neither of those got any stick.
0: Ricardo, for it. Said it. Ricardo said it.
1: Ricardo said it. Ricardo said it, and none of them got stick for it. It was only Lewis. I'm fed up a little bit of, of the bashing that he gets. That's Miranda my my this, worry at this point.
2: So, my worry with this with with the poor. Porpoising and what it can lead to But that wasn't porpoising That wasn't
0: porpoising
2: Yeah but porpoising leading up to the bottoming
0: out of the car Total Wolf's even said that they were on top of porpoising It's just the case, of the, the tracks they've had since then Have been street circuits Yeah they've said that yeah.
1: to get rid of the porpoising They've had to completely Stiffen the car up And because of that it's bouncing off The off the circuit So yeah. it's not the porpoising that was causing That
2: back out well for Montreal mm. they raised their ride height then right yes yeah
0: yep which was probably helped because everyone had to raise their ride height because it was wet in qualifying and yeah. you can't run a very you can't run a low ride height in wet qualifying yeah. otherwise but you were just aquaplane straight off the track
1: they hired the worst car to be driven in Canada and up to third
0: well it was probably because they gave him Georgia's set. They they tried diff- two different floors didn't they on Friday and uh, obviously they went back.
1: The other floor at the second stay-in. Which they then thought was going to be deemed illegal. Even though the FIA said they could have it.
0: Yeah, well then the other team started kicking off, didn't they? But yeah. we won't name names. No, Ferrari. And we'll we'll, we'll, we'll move on, shall we, to um, the race that was actually exciting. Well, we'll move on properly from back into the race that was actually quite exciting.
2: Can I say something before we talk the race? Yeah. Oh, Canada. Big they-
1: Big, 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 huge thank you to the officials, the stewards, the race director, the panel, uh, the safety car driver, the passenger, the doctor, the medics, the marshals, everybody <laughs> that let an FP3 and qualifying go ahead, because somebody's finally realised that the drivers have got balls and know how to drive in the wet, and they were three. The qualifying was fantastic.
0: Yep. good qualifying. Couldn't have put it better myself. And the qualifying was probably the best of the V6 era. Yeah, I tried
1: mm. up there, right it's up,
2: there. up there. It's up there for sure. Yeah. It, the wet the, sessions are
1: always the best sessions. People going off and
0: crashing for it to be amusing.
1: And there was what
0: three? Three cars went off at most. Three cars went off, and one. And to be honest, two of those were just little, all oh, little lose it moments. Recovered, carried yeah. on, and then you had Russell, which was pretty self inflicted.
1: Oh, we we, we well, wanted he we wanted to see it. We wanted to see somebody on slicks. We wanted point. to see
0: it, yeah. But it, there's no other way of saying it. It wasn't. It was just self-inflicted. Yeah. Yeah. But he delivered, though. Fair he play. delivered.
2: You know, uh, yeah.
1: he, he, he had his lap in the bank. So you know, he respect. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he had a good drive. Ended up in fourth anyway. Yeah. Still That's a good. solid drive. He's so he's so consistent.
1: But again disappointed from Ferrari.
0: Yes and no. Um I think they I think they made a mistake. They must have I mean they must have even if it was a set of one lap used scrub tires for the mediums, they should have put science in the mediums because that would have given them that edge coming out of the final corners.
1: Yeah, it was driving to Hound, it. Was Verstappen.
0: Mm. Yeah, because yeah, he'd be he'd be like, Oh, here's Carlos Science, he's four tenths behind going into the hairpin. And then going out there, but he'd lost two temps.
1: What can you say, really?
0: Yeah. He definitely
2: would have benefited from from the extra pace that the medium tires would have given him in the first five laps. He definitely would have benefited. It would have been a different story, maybe. But, well,
0: and don't forget that even though people say, oh, yeah, Max on the hard tire, would have just come back. At him. Max's hard tires were not fresh hard tires. No. He had those before the Sonoda accident.
1: Yeah. That was stupid. You know, they sat and said how uh, Max... Was it was it Max or was it Charles? No, it wasn't. It was Alonso. Went back and watched the wet race from 2011 mm. to get, you know, up to date with, with um, how they were driving the, uh, the track and where they were driving on the track, etc. All you had to do was go back a few of the highlights of the Canada races. but well, even popped up on TikTok or whatever. And there was the there was the crash in 2007 was it Yarno Trulli in the Toyota did the exact no. same thing Yuki Tsunoda did.
0: Yes, no you're right. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what happened. It was Yarno Trulli, yeah, 2007. Um just drove straight out of the pits and, and into the pit yeah. wall. Uh, into the into the wall. Yeah. Uh I mean so, truly sort of I think Sonoda was worse because truly, it sort of went as he got the power back down. It just stepped out on him and he went off. Sonoda just straight out braked himself going into t- coming out the pit. Yeah, and I'm sorry, you fast. do that so many times over a weekend. You shouldn't be making that mistake.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I know it was it was a
1: green track, but still,
0: it's. I mean, even Latifi didn't do that.
1: <laughs> that said something.
0: Finally. I mean, uh, you say, We laugh, but the top 16 streak does continue. I have a friend. Consistency.
1: I have a friend, and every week we say, we text each other and say, who's going to crash first? And each week, one of us answers Latifi, and the other will always answer Stroll.
0: <laughs> really? Not Schumacher?
1: No. Come on, Schumacher's a not a bad driver. It's a couple of...
0: Yeah, but he crashes. crashes. He's doesn't? crashy.
1: Michael Schumacher crashed. You can make... A fast driver. When though? You, who you, doesn't look, crash? To you, be honest, you can make a fast driver you, slow down. You say
0: this. You you say who doesn't crash? The one that comes to mind is his teammate. How many times have we actually seen Pierre Gasly crash on his own?
1: I experienced
0: it. Pierre Gasly isn't his teammate. Yuki Sonodas? Oh shit. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. <laughs> no. Nah. Nah. No. Yeah. Well, no. You, Mag- yeah, the no, magazine crashed quite a lot. Mc- uh, Mc- Mag-
1: Mick Schumacher's trying too hard.
0: And yeah, he's trying too hard. You can always he bring the driver
1: back from that. You can't push the driver up to that, but you can bring them back. All he needs is to be brought back. Yeah. yeah I think right, I think uh, if uh, he got into a faster car, I think he has the potential. And I'm not saying that
2: because he's Michael's son. Well, you put him in a faster car, you probably get, end up like a Valtteri Porta, so who will win a couple of races. But... I don't think. Hang on, hang on, I, stop. I, I, whoa, whoa, stop. I say that again. <laughs> say
0: botas. robot. Say robot. Botas. Botas.
2: No! Say robot. Robot. Botas. There we go. Say it two words together fast. Botas. Botas, yeah. I,
1: well, there you go. <laughs> From now on, you're not allowed to say botas. I'm looking forward to Silverstone this week, the lesson to the bloody PA calling the GP2 drivers by their stupid, weird names. Um, (laughs) Last year, they were calling Darufula Daravula. Um, There was a lot of drivers were getting bad pronunciations. And it does not, as everybody knows, when it comes to PDR and his mediums, these things do (laughs) my nuts. Things have got to be said properly.
2: Well, well, look. Going back to Mick. Going back to Mick. He's cost that team a lot of money with his wrecks. And yeah, well, he's cost them at least d- two million d-
0: across two crashes this season.
2: I don't think. I don't think for financially next year he's viable to be on that team. They need somebody lower risk. Um,
0: Unless K- he Mag turns it around. Return.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You still K- need- oh K Mag. K Mag's this-
0: signed for two years. K Mag's there yeah. next year.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, but uh, they might look for another teammate similar to K Mag in that mold. Mm. Monaco
1: wasn't a fast crash. Monaco just showed how the car is designed to come apart.
0: Oh, yeah, no, but that wreck still would have cost that much money because you're having to do a whole new floor.
1: Yeah, yeah, but the the gearbox being peeled apart is is where the big money was at. And, but it's designed to do that. It was just a bad angle for a crash.
0: Yeah, but you know what would have saved it? Not crashing. Yeah.
1: Like I say, sometimes the drivers ju- are pushed too hard. And I, you watch Drive to Survive and see Gunther Steiner and what his attitude is like with the drivers at times.
0: Whoa, hang on! You, you, you watch Drive to Survive and you and you only watch Drive to Survive and you think that Lando Norris and Carlos Sainz hate each other's guts. Oh, there
1: is that. But Gunther Steiner has always <laughs> been very vocal oh. about his drivers. He's a aggressive.
0: He's a bit of a pantomime villain.
1: But he, <laughs> like, he, if he was my boss, I would be trying harder and crashing. And yeah. <laughs> like, um, um, the cars probably dog shit to drive.
2: The Haas? Yeah. No, that that no. The Haas.
0: Haas is good this year. Yeah. The Haas is good this year. Many points to the drivers. The, go? I can understand though. I can understand what you're getting at with p- too much pressure on people. Um, I look at. Ferrari this season. I wonder if the pressure and the expectation of the earlier success is what led to their downfall has led to their downfall this year, because it all looked so brilliant and the expectations were so high. But since then, there's been multiple engine failures, hydraulics failures, retirements, bad pit calls, bad strategies. They've I... really, really thrown it away this year, Ferrari. And we're only what seven races in.
1: I think they're um, struggling to keep up with red bull in the um update game and they're they're throwing updates on too fast maybe i
0: i think it's not helped by the fact i think the car itself is brilliant i think like you saw in monaco in the dry um that the ferrari was great you saw the ferrari how brilliant it was in the hands of leclerc up until he broke down in spain I think a problem they have to deal with is a lot of modern tracks in Formula One have ridiculous straights. And it just seems to have been a trend that every time a new track is designed, oh, it's the longest straight ever on a street circuit. Oh, it's the longest straight ever <laughs> in Formula One. Oh, this, pit, this track here has. It's a, it's a tilka thing, it feels like almost. Because you look at the straights in, um, in Malaysia or China, for example, China's straight is massive. Down but with the that, back straight.
1: Without a long yeah. straight and a hard stop, you're not going to have any overtaking.
0: Yeah, well, you say that. Silverstone.
1: Long straight. Two
2: long straights.
0: Two long straights, yeah, but you can still overtake at other places. You see people going around the outside of Luffield.
2: Yeah. You see overtaking in cops. The, yeah, you but... see overtaking in cops. Stove. <sighs> club. You see you see overtaking uh, the Vale Chicane, I mean. There's overtaking so, there. Silverstone's. There's, over... There's a lot oh, of overtaking.
1: Silverstone's a wide open track that allows for overtaking anywhere
0: I'm excited I'm excited for Silverstone this year with how the cars can follow close I've been th- I think we'll see a lot of passing after Magnets and Beckett's And down the hangar street
2: yeah yeah and I feel it'll be at um at woodcut the yeah. four, four, four cops that, I that, think a little bit at I think a little
1: bit club corner
2: you'll be in club yeah. so you get a good view of the start in, finish and in the, the veil in the
1: veil, into the veil through club yes. i think that's
2: where the taking is gonna be just you know that'd be awesome i hope it is i hope it is for you
0: though <laughs> yeah well just look at just look at the australian grand prix this year that doesn't have the most ridiculous straights but it still produced a lot more action this year just with the uh with the way the cars are um but yeah i like getting back to my earlier point the the way that a lot of modern tracks are designed in formula one to have these ri- ridiculously long straights. i mean a straight yeah you need a long straight and a braking zone. You don't need the straights to be as long as they've been. And that's where Red Bull were at such an advantage. So, a, Formula One is very power dominant now, it feels. Because if you've got the best engine by a long shot, you can... It just feels like you're going drive, to drive over everyone. Yeah. Well,
2: look, as you saw, we saw in Mercedes in 2014, 15, and 16, they just had the best power unit in the grid. They still had a really good chassis under them. Had good aero package, but that engine just was the difference in those early years of the hybrid era. Um, we're seeing it now with Honda. Honda uh, has evolved, and now they have a very strong power unit, and they That's, just seem the to Red overrun Bull everyone on long streets. What's that? It's The Red Bull. No, it should it. be. It should be called uh, the Red Bull Mer- Mercedes Engineers uh, Honda Project. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Daniel,
1: I joke, I joke. Daniel would have found that funny, but he's not here. I could hear him swearing (laughs) away in the background. I was was, was probably sitting on the bog, as usual.
0: He turned up to the original recording on Monday without a shirt on, and that was um, shocking. (laughs) Harrowing. It was Um, the most
1: terrifying thing I've ever seen, and I've seen some scary
0: shit. Chris has served in Iraq, and... Still, Dan without a shirt, and is the scariest thing he's ever seen.
1: Well, the problem was earlier somebody phoned, and I answered, and there was Dan sitting on the throne. <laughs> it's like, really? Do you, have, do, you, do you have the answer right now?
0: <laughs> Where's Dan from again? Uh... Dan lives down in, uh, well, he lives down in the southwest. All right, there you go. So... But it's. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's decides. making, and
0: I'm gonna say he lives down the southwest, but he is making the effort for our uh, our first ever meetup at the for the Austrian Grand Prix. He's travelling up to London. Uh, it's a fair old fair away for him, um, but he's he's looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully, uh, a lot of you are also looking forward to it because it'd be great to see you there. Um, if somehow you have missed this, we are at the Hippodrome Casino, just by Leicester Square Station. For the Austrian Grand Prix, we are there on the 10th of July. We're there from one o'clock, and we've uh, got a big screen sorted. There's a licensed bar, being a casino, so over 18s only. Um, We've got a competition prize to give away from our wonderful sponsor, Apex Tracks. We're also working on having some maybe little other prizes as well, something else we can give away, which would be awesome. Um, But yeah, honestly, come if you're in London, around London, you want to watch the race, it's free to come along and. It's a free event in London. Come on, how many of those do you get? Food and drink not included.
2: Danny, are you going? No, I wish, man.
0: <laughs> I wish. Soon, soon, though. We'll get we'll get the man over here one day. Mm. Well, you, <laughs> we say... We, we, you, you joke about it, but... Um, we say Dan's making a journey. Chris, you're also making a bit of a journey, aren't you? Uh, I am. In a I, week's time. This time
1: next week, I'll be sitting somewhere around Silverstone. Enjoying the beautiful, beautiful... Weather, cars, women, noise, <laughs> smell. There's just something about a Grand Prix weekend.
2: You're right. You're right. The smell, I can relate to that. The, yeah, sm- the, the smell, it, it smells different.
1: There's so much locking up that's mm. going to be happening now with these cars. It's just going to be tires, smoke everywhere. Awesome. <sighs> Can't wait.
0: <laughs> but, Are you. Uh, um, this is your 13th. I think it's my 13th, Prix, is
1: it? 13th British Amazing. Grand Prix, yeah. 13th Perfect. British. Can't wait. Can't wait.
0: What is your favourite memory of Silverstone?
1: Well, I was there in 2008 when Lewis won his first British Grand Prix in the wet. And that That's was sick. just incredible.
2: Where were you um, sitting?
1: I was sitting at... Where was I sitting? I was sitting at the old style club corner.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, sitting there. General admission, so I was there as... from five a.m.
0: <laughs> wow. As someone who's been so many times, is it better for fans now with the infield layout or the old layout?
1: As a as a fan of Formula One, I miss the old layout. I think the infielders made it a little bit Mickey Mouse. And it's lost a little bit of its flow. Um, it's allowed for more grandstands, which has increased the capacity, which is not a bad thing. Um, the new pick complex is out of this world. And it's no bad thing, but Bridge Corner was something special. And now it's somewhere that everybody stacks their food stalls. Yeah, so,
0: I mean, I've... I've walked around bits of the original track. I've only been to Silverstone once, and that was for the Classic. Uh, my only memory of... Like I say I don't have many memories of Silverstone because of that, but I always will remember Brian Johnson of ACDC rolling a car in a celebrity race qualifying session. Well, that's rough. I, we genuinely thought we'd just watch the Rock and Roll Legend die. Nice. It was... Uh, you, see, you see the... Um, the ambulance come along you're like oh no <laughs> it's the first time you first time you see you see him you see him like going through max and beckers and you see him go for it again and he's getting faster and faster and he's cocking a wheel as he's going through it in this little hatchback and then he goes a bit too <laughs> hard and rolls it just just through sheer turning of the car rolls the thing uh oh, it was no. i mean it's phenomenal to watch but then you are concerned but then it, like a absolute legend you know gets out waves hey yeah i'm good <laughs> i've made a mistake fucking co-
1: this is my 14th british Grand Prix. oh i was there in two th- well first of all i'll tell you why i remember making the mistake it was in lewis hamilton was in gp2 and he went three wide in beckett's and over two cars yeah And I met him afterwards, because I have backstage passes to the after show concert. Mm -hmm. And I met him, and I said, how the hell did you know you could pull that off? And he just said, no fear. And I was
2: like
1: No fear. Walked away.
2: How'd you get those backstage (laughs) passes? Uh,
1: (laughs) Um, That was during the World Cup. And England Uh were playing on the qualifying day. And they had a little, little big screens. so straight after qualifying you would go out into one of the fan zones and they had the big screens and um, at halftime they did competitions and one of the questions was, I can't remember, and I heard the guy in front of me whisper it to his friend what the answer was,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I stuck my hands straight up before he could and the guy picked <laughs> me and I was like, Alan Ball! And you could hear him turn around. He fucking heard me say that, didn't he?
2: Too quick, man, too quick.
1: Won two backstage passes to the after show concert and met all the drivers. (laughs) I remember Damon Hill being there, and it was the first ever time I met Damon Hill. And he was like, he was the driver I joined Formula One to watch. And he wouldn't come over to me to get a picture. And I was like, Damon, you were my childhood hero. And that was when he came over. <laughs> so I embarrassed myself <laughs> cool. just to get that autograph. <laughs> That's
2: cool dude. That's uh, so cool.
1: So you yeah.
0: meet all the drivers?
1: But yeah, and I, I tell you the nicest driver I met was Takuma Masaro. He surprised me ten minutes chat at this. The rest were like up onto the stage, back down, have a quick chat and away. Where he stood there and just talked to you for as long as you wanted told you all about the car everything was you know what was future held at the time and he was just a, a down-to-earth nice guy and in the tent behind us johnny herbert was sat there getting pissed
0: <laughs>
1: he was that far now, gone i didn't want to approach him <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. now chris you say you got a backstage pass but that's not the most uh exclusive access you've had to a Grand Prix track, is it?
1: No, no, no. I did um, have an accident in Canada um, <laughs> Well, we got our car from the airport and decided, you know, we, drove, we drove over a bridge, it was towards a hotel, and then um, spotted the track off to one side on one of the islands. So I thought, we'll go over and see if we can have a look and see what we can find. We drove over and we were going over the bridge towards the casino And we were like, all right, we'll just tell the police we're going to the casino. And the police said "Yes, are you looking for the track? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he said, well, if you just go down there, you'll find it. So we went down this little slip road that went round in a circle and ended up edging our noses out onto the middle of what is now the second DRS zone. And noticed there was nobody there, so... Decided to set some lap times, so we managed two and a half, two and a half laps before we got stopped. I,
0: I love it on a Grand Prix weekend. Security directed you to where to, the track was and where to get on.
2: Sounds Canadian. Sounds very Canadian. So Canadian. Yeah.
1: Two and a half That's laps, awesome. and then when we hit the DRS, we would drop the, the car. The uh, the roof of the car it was convertible. <laughs> what,
2: car, what car were you driving?
1: It was a, a Mustang a GT three hundred and fifty.
2: Oh, nice! So
1: V8. you drop the drop the roof through the DRS yeah. the roof back up, <laughs> but yeah, that no, that was pretty special. We managed it again on the Monday night as we were coming home.
2: <laughs> so, so you rubbered in the track then?
1: Yes, I did. And I tell oh, you what, you we go. managed two and a half laps and didn't hit the wall. Of champions, is that a good there thing? You or did you? Ma- then? It, it was
0: 2019. You went as well, wasn't it? So did it was, you manage yeah. to? Uh, did you manage to get round turn four and five okay?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was no dramas. No dramas. Um, I could see there was the potential of maybe something happening there. But, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't think too much about it. I don't, do I, do, I don't right? know how Vettel got off it. Like, you know, it wasn't hard to get around that corner. Right? We did it in a Mustang, and I was my mate driving, and he shit. That's
2: so- an American <laughs> car. They had <have> no handling. <laughs> no.
1: It's like Daniel driving his whatever he's got. It's just shit.
2: <laughs> Ford court. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, it was, oh, it. It was good, time. good times. They uh, say, to yeah. me, Canada's one of my favourite ever tracks to watch. It's yeah. the worst ever Grand Prix that I've been to. For mm. um, the oh. way they helped Disabled. Mm. As most people know, I'm a Raspberry Ripple, so...
2: <laughs> so so you didn't drive that
1: no no I was supposed to I was supposed to have hand controls in the car but they didn't have them really oh man which is why we got the 350 because we kicked up such a fuss they just said look there's all our cars take your pick
0: <laughs> well Chris it's never like you to kick up a fuss is it no
1: not at all <laughs> <laughs>
0: Chris the thing is you could get a piece of of Let's say track wall art and point it and go look that's where i came on the track but chris <laughs> if you were going to go and get said piece of track wall art where would you get the wall art from
1: well i've got to be honest i would go to apextracks.com and they are our show sponsor but you know more about that
0: than me i know and i know you're being completely impartial when you say you go to apextracks.com, but uh danny even you and americans can spell apex com, right a-p-e-x-t-r-a-x F. dot com
1: and um, spell the dot com but <laughs> spell the dot com because Daniel won't know how to do that bit. C O M. And um, I think as I'm going to be at Silverstone this weekend. If any of you are there, any of our listeners are coming, um, drop me a PM and we'll we'll arrange a meetup. Let's um, make the oh. most of, of all being in the same same place at the same time and i'm um, tim secondly, will also
0: be there as well
1: yeah so we'll try and hook something up um and also i think i will try and find something at silverstone um to bring home and maybe we'll run a competition on the podcast and have something to win
2: a drs sign still the drs one
1: of those. i'm gonna keep it you, see people you just get to play the
0: Raspberry Ripple battery. card, aren't you, if, you <laughs> yeah. if they try and take it off you?
1: <laughs> you can't get on the track faster if you see them all flooding on at the end. And as soon yeah. as they're on, they're lifting everything. Yeah, It's just crazy. But I'm good. I, I, still have... I, I rent a little scooter um, and go around yeah. on a little scooter. We're in the back of the gravel trap and get onto the circuit that way. And I thought one year I'm going to go the whole way around with my mate on the back. And we got as far as the bottom of the Wellington Strait and thought, Well that took us ten minutes. I'm not doing the whole track. <laughs> <laughs> so we promptly exited in Luckfield. <laughs> what,
0: what what you realised that day was F one tracks are quite long.
1: Me and my ex wife, we used to walk Silverstone every year. After the race, we'd walk the racing line. Picking up bits of marble and, and, and stones. Yeah. And Silverstone is one of the few Grand Prix where you can actually get onto the track. And walk a full lap if you wanted to, without getting any interference from
0: anybody. That's cool. I know uh, when I went to Monza, I, I was waiting for Lewis Hamilton. Um, but my friend walked onto the old banking oh. and went around, which I think would have been absolutely awesome if I'd done amazing. that. But I got into getting in a mosh pit with Lewis Hamilton. That was pretty cool. Yeah, well, it was cool.
1: Nice. Lewis, is a, where I sit, is a, is brilliant for like pre-race. Because you get Lewis mm. running about throwing stuff into the crowd, um, yeah, just before the pit entry. And the year yeah. that he did the crowd surfing and all, and he came running out, got some brilliant photos of that, like from, where, from when he was doing that.
0: That's awesome. Those
1: are great times.
0: Hopefully, we'll have another
1: great time this week, next weekend. And also, mm-hmm. did you see today Felix Rosenquist has been extended at McLaren SP.
0: Yes, and McLaren and Pierre Gasly has been extended officially, officially yeah. at um, AlphaTauri.
1: That's a mistake. That.
0: Where did you think he was going to go, Alpine?
1: McLaren? I was hoping he would go to IndyCar, to be honest. He <laughs> yes. Why his I, I wouldn't want to
0: lose. I wouldn't want to lose Gasly to his IndyCar. His
1: career is being ruined you
0: by know, no, the Red Bull I, meat grinder.
1: Yeah, there's no, there's no top seat becoming available for him in the near future. Ferrari ain't going to shift their two drivers. Mercedes may lose Lewis in the next year or two. And Red Bull But that's... Red Bull have already got two multi-year drivers. So where's exactly. he going to go?
0: Well, you just got to hope that someone else can develop a car to the top, but you won't get out AlphaTauri because you always get the uh, number two team treatment.
1: Yeah, the only team really that's going to have a I, I seat opening up would be McLaren. But I expect that one of the McLaren drivers from states will come across and fill
0: that uh, yeah no, I think it'd be I think it'll be award. I think that's just being lined up just from a, I think it's been lined up from a long way off and it's going to happen
1: yeah and I think Felix as well being put in the long-term contract I think he be, might be getting pressed. he's he's young and he's got potential and let's have a moment of silence <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just got a brief sighting of my wife. She never, she's never popped on the screen. This is the first time. And she was naked, so we were all stunned. (laughs) Yep. Daniel, what did you just miss? (laughs) 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 No, she's on her way to work right now.
0: Naked? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) naked. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: The
0: good news is (laughs) we
2: got. Well, uh, look.
0: Maybe, maybe we should talk about um, putting some clothes on. Because uh, all we've heard about <laughs> is a shirtless Dan. And i tell you what a shirtless Dan could have used. One of our shirts. He could have used one of our shirts, or he could have done with winning a signed Alonso shirt. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We are raffling off a shirt signed by Fernando Alonso.
1: And it isn't an old. It's, it's an Alpine shirt.
0: It's Alpine, yeah. It's, it's not it's an, an Alpine old shirt. Renault
1: one.
0: It's not an old Renault. It's not an old McLaren. It's not an older McLaren. And it's not a Minardi. Although if I think we had an assigned Alonso Minardi shirt, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but no, it's a signed Alpine shirt. It's an F1 Authentics item. It's like um, It's got the Authentics hologram. You know, it's him. It's signed by him, hand signed by him. Tickets are five pound each and any money that we make on these items, it just goes straight back into Formula One Fans UK in hosting events or in more prizes to give away, to raffle. That's, completely how it is we're completely non-profit we take no money for ourselves as you can see by the fact that dan can't even afford a shirt
1: we should point out that this <laughs> has been paid for by funds that have been generated by the group ban our t-shirts our our hoodies off of our, off our web page which is
0: well if you want to find a link to all of our shops and anything like that you can find it in the bio of the podcast there's a little link down there and um yeah if you like what we do then please be sure to head over to instagram and twitter and follow at formula one fans uk go over to facebook and look for formula one fans uk we've got a page we've got a group it's all great um and honestly we hope you've enjoyed this podcast if you do share it with all your friends Uh, and until next time goodbye
2: cheerio guys goodbye